kind of started the podcast. Yes, now. okay. Sweet. Aaron, take us away. Go for it, Aaron. Start the Cheers, podcast. Cheers, lads. Thank you. Hello. Welcome to the Movie Quest. This is a <laughs> podcast about films. <laughs> Sorry, there you go, Aaron. You can carry on. Yes, you're right, Aaron. It is a podcast about. (laughs) It is a podcast about films, and yes, it's series three. You right? You have thrown me off. Mouth ain't quiet. It's a podcast where three friends, we're not friends anymore, pick films and then pit them against each other. There was football talk before this. There was football talk. Rivalry, and we all hate each other. And now I don't know what I'm doing anymore with the podcast. But anyway, this is my episode. This is my pick. This is the third film in season three. Oh, yeah, baby. It's Ponyo. It is. Which is a Studio Ghibli slash Ghibli, depending on where you sit Mm. on this. If this is your first time listening to the Movie Quest podcast, Uh welcome. Welcome. And if it's not, if you've been listening to us before and you like the podcast and you want to rate us on itunes we would love that or if you want to contact us you can contact us on podcast at themoviequest.com or you can follow us on instagram on the movie quest or you can check our website themoviequest.com boom i did all of that and it was good right very good aaron thanks excellent i'm joined here by my co-hosts monsieur johnny hello monsieur anthony bonjour bonjour hello I should probably shouldn't have done a French accent. I enjoyed those music at the end of that film, by the way. It's very good. Well, we'll get we'll get to Ponyo, but first, but first, let's talk about the season, and then we'll talk about what we've been watching, and then we'll talk about Ponyo. First episode of the season, Waterworld. Second episode of the season, Captain Phillips. And the winner of this season is Captain Now. Ponyo! Uh, no right? way. No. no way. Well, we'll see. Well, no way, no way. Oh, I feel like you guys didn't enjoy we'll Ponyo see. as much we'll as see. I enjoyed Ponyo. Um, yeah, um, we're we're going to announce the three films now, aren't we? Ooh. Of well, the yes. next three episodes. Next three episodes. Right oh, this is a bit of pressure. Okay. Yep. A little bit of pressure. Johnny, Johnny was... <laughs> Johnny, Aunt and I have chosen ours. I picked mine like the day I picked my first one. I, just, I, I like that. that. I, I respect that very much. And Johnny... I, I picked mine. I was... Wasn't sure, but then when the film popped into my brain, I was like, oh, I want to watch that film again. That'd be pretty funny to talk about. So my film... Yeah, let's go with yours first, I think. ...is Pacific Rim. Ooh. Dun-dun-dun! Well, Del Toro. Yes. I love... He's really good. All right, he's done a lot of good films. I'm actually really looking forward to watching that on my projector. It's going to be fun. Ooh, mm. that'll be epic. Oh, can we come around to watch? Yeah, yeah, I'll get on Blu-ray and we'll watch it. Yeah, nice. Yeah, we'll see if I can make it up here in time <laughs> to watch it. And... What is your film? My film. Let me think. Am I going to do this? Yeah, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a film that's probably not going to win any any awards on this show, and people might not have ever wa- watched it. But uh, it's a film close to my heart. I'm going to go with another boat film. Yes. Starring Robert Redford on his own, basically. All oh. is lost. All is lost. Mm. Yeah. Good film. Good film. Solid choice. I would have preferred your other choice, but that is a solid choice. My other choice, what? The uh, Deep Blue Sea? Deep Blue Sea, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of, oh, I mean, it is it is very different in tone to that to All, mm. All Is Lost, mm. but mm. I just want to watch All Is Lost again, so I watch that. I'm still undecided at this point. Oh, I, no! I have two options. Oh, yeah, I remember So that. I either have a clear winner, 
you said you said this before we started it's recording. It's a clear winner, obviously. No. Like, let's just vote it's, Die Out. It's purpose. easily just a clear winner, or something really out there, which is a film that I've not seen before, but I've heard it's meant to be quite good. Ooh, okay, so what have we got? So we had we've had Captain Phillips. We've had What a World. That was pretty out there, Johnny. We've had uh, Ponyo. Yeah. We're gonna have Always Lost and Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim. So, Johnny, what what do you think would go well with those films? Well, the film that I'm not picking, which is the one which probably would win, mm-hmm. is The Way Way Back. Oh, I haven't seen that. You think it would win? I think that would win. But <laughs> brave. But what I'm going to go with instead is a film by Werner Herzog Ooh. from 1972. Oh, I'm excited. Um, I'm not even too sure how you pronounce this, but it's called Aguri, The Wrath of God. Great. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> forward to this. No idea what yeah, that yeah, is. Yeah, uh, but interesting. But I love, I love interesting. A, I love a good count, your, count yourself lucky because I was going to go with Fitzcarlado, but that is 153 minutes and in German. So, cheers. Thanks for that. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. I just cheers. thought of your times in your private lives and potentially watching it with your your the halves. You do tend to, you do tend to, to watch some lengthy, <laughs> <laughs> heavy films. That's boot. Yeah. <laughs> on on that note, well, I think we should start. What have you been watching? What have you been watching? I've been watching the newest series of Black Mirror. Oh, nice. Um, nice, 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 nice. So they brought out Bandersnatch. Yes. Um, for some reason, I just, I, I wasn't into it. I wasn't into the point and click the kind interactive of interactive. Of yeah. I just wanted to watch something. Um, but that's passed. And I know it's been out a little while, but I've been uh, watching uh, Black Mirror. And it's it's really good. Uh, I'm up to the, yeah, there's only three episodes yeah. in, in the season. Wait, is this is this a new season that's just come out? No, 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 no. This is one with Miley. It's been out uh, a little while. I've not seen the the Miley episode. So you've seen yeah. the you've seen the game one though. Um, yeah, I've seen the game one. Very weird. It is very weird. It's very weird. Very weird. I was gonna say, oh, John, you should watch this one. It's about VR. <laughs> and then I was like, hmm. no, you should. You should. You should definitely recommend <laughs> that to your friends. You work in a VR you company. You like this You'd game. You love this game. This is like this is what you're working towards. <laughs> but the episode, the last episode that I watched was basically about this guy who takes someone hostage. Uh-huh. He kidnaps them, takes them hostage, um, and it. Basically, this guy works for a social media company, yeah, similar to Facebook, but in the Black Mirror world, whatever mm-hmm. the equivalent is. And he he's taken them hostage, and he wants to get in touch with the um, uh, like the CEO of the company. So, but basically, he he's just kidnapped an intern. He's not kidnapped anyone of substantial importance. So, mm-hmm. it's basically the story of him in the car with this kidnapper trying to go through like the reception desk to try and get through to the HR person who hired him for them to get in touch with someone in California who then gets in touch with the CEO who's on a yoga retreat. Uh, and excellent. It's, it's a really interesting little story about social media and how it affects people. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's really good, really interesting. And you know, it, it packs a punch like all the other Black Mirror episodes do. Uh, so I'd really recommend uh, that one. I I really like Black Mirror from what I've seen of it. 
But I always find that when I when I go to watch it, I think, oh, this is going to be really depressing. I'm mm. just going to like Heavy. feel mm. sad about the world. Like Mel, Mel's mentioned a few times. Oh, uh, I hope someone in work recommended it. But I know the first what the first episode is about, and I think she just wouldn't get on with it. The whole like pig. Uh, yeah, I mean stuff that goes on. The truth. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but so I'm always like, I don't think I think I'd have to start with a different episode. It, There's I mean, ones you can pick out which have got much, yeah, like yeah. better content in than than that. Because even even in the last series, there was one episode which was really really gritty, um, and you know you it plays on your mind for like a couple of days after. But yeah. there's other episodes which are a bit lighter and a bit easier to digest. Um, but I kind of like that you you don't know what you're gonna get. Yeah, it's a bit yeah. Hot look. You see like a trailer for it and then because the, the the computer game one is a good example of like where I, I watched the trailer for it and i didn't really get what they were you know what it just seemed like they played like a fighting game and like it was yeah. like about two dudes who like are like oh it's great that we get more time to play games with each other now or whatever and then 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 everything sort of then you watch it and you're like oh okay no, yeah. it's not about that at all <laughs> oh okay okay but, um and I, th- I think it's always the trailers can be a little bit misleading. Mm. I-, I haven't seen the one that you've seen. I've seen the Miley one, and I've seen I've seen the the, the computer game one. The Miley one's pretty good. The computer game one I wasn't a massive fan of. Um, the one in you should definitely watch the one in the middle. I will. Uh, it's called uh, I think it's called Similian or something like that. Okay. 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 Cool. Uh, smithereens. smithereens smithereens well i will check it out i've you know been watching a few things but before that and what have you been watching even though i can see it on your screen right now yeah so a couple of weeks ago we did our interview with amy kelly for the david copperfield film and before that i uh, wanted to get into that mindset again i mean i rewatched the thick of it a few Excellent. Back, Excellent. Excellent. one of uh, Amano Inucci's classic, or his, his classic TV show, and I thought I want to get into that mindset again. I remembered the, that a film called The Death of Stalin came out uh, a couple of years ago, and it popped up on Netflix, and I was like, "Oh, I'll have a watch of this." Um, so I'll just give you a quick synopsis, and then I'll yeah talk about it. So when tyrannical dictator Joseph Stalin dies in 1953, his parasitic cronies square off in a frantic power struggle to become the next Soviet leader. Among the contenders are the dweebish Georgi Milenikov Milen- uh, and the wily Nikita Khrushchev and Lavantri Beria. Lots of Russian names. Um, but basically, it's about... The film is just around uh, the power, power struggle after Stalin dies and what it was like to live under Stalin's sort of dictatorship. It's got a really huge... Like cast of people who you really are mostly recognisable, like the big ones like Steve Buscemi. It's got um, Jeffrey Chamber who's from Arrested Development. It's got Paul Whitehouse who was in David Copperfield. Um, it's got Michael Palin, uh, Jason Isaacs. Say hello, to Jason Isaacs. Um, Paddy Considine. Loads of like famous people in it. So like when you're actually watching it, uh, uh, it's sort of like you're just sort of bombarded by all these famous actors. Um, but basically, it's it's in a similar vein to the thick of it. I'd say it's like a political satire, um, but it's like the stakes are way higher because it's so the material it's dealing with is so much darker. Like there's just like lots of 
one-off lines about murdering people, putting someone's name on the list like, who they don't, who just who says one, you know, one word that they don't like or whatever. Um, and it's just sort of like it's weird because it's like doing this balancing act between like really, really horrific stuff happening, like torture, see, torture bits of torture scenes and other horrible things happening, and then also comedy mixed in there as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's really weird how he manages to do that. But like one of the things what the characters does, so Steve Buscemi's character, he's one of the, uh, the cronies that I was like that that is sort of pally with Stalin. So they, they do these things where they like they'd have meetings, really late, late night meetings where they'd all like sit around and have food and drink and laugh and whatever, and then they'd watch like a like a Western film until like four a.m. in the morning, five a.m. in the morning, and they'd go home to their their wives. This is all based on true story, by the way, um, I believe. Uh, they go home to the wives and like they'd like tell the wives what they've said, so and and tell her to tell so because they they were drunk and they like don't want to forget they'll probably forget it in the morning so they tell the wives what they said and then uh, like it, and whether or not the Stalin laughed or thought it was funny or didn't like it or whatever so they'd be like like oh I made a joke about the navy he didn't like that and like <laughs> and then he knows again never to make mention that again never to make that joke again and and they do this because. Everyone's so terrified of like all the other, like, you know, of, of becoming, but be, their names been going on the list and then them getting like, getting, getting done, struck getting off. off, yeah. Um, and it's yeah. So I mean, it's quite funny. I would say I don't think it's as funny as the thick of it. I think it's it's dealing with too much dark content. I think uh, but there's some like silly scenes in it. But um, yeah, overall, I'd say it's good. Uh, it, it definitely feels like a, a Mando Inucci film. It's probably on this, yeah, like I said, like a few weeks ago when we watched Debbie Copperfield, it's on the complete other side of the spectrum compared to that. Um, it's a bit more cynical and a bit more like of a uh, harder take on, on reality, um, especially in, in Russia at that time. But there's still levity in it, and it's still great to see these, you know, big stars that we've seen plenty of times before and they play it really well and one of the interesting things is actually they, they, all the characters have British accents mm-hmm. or pretty much all of them um, and a lot of them are like there's, I think um, Jason Isaacs plays this uh, like colonel or whatever in the army and he he has a really thick like Leeds accent like quite thick Yorkshire accent and it's just funny like they've, they've obviously they've, it's similar to Chernobyl I guess mm. where they've tried to like give that Nod to like that the fact that the Russians have loads, it's such a huge place. You have all these different like regions and accents that are coming through. Mm-hmm, yeah. But it's really kind of weird seeing that as like a Brit, a lot of like really thick British accents coming through in there. But yeah, it, I would, um, I'd recommend it. I don't think, I wouldn't say I liked it as much as Copperfield, but it's still a good watch. And it's only like, I think it's, I watched it in a couple of parts because it's, it's sort of like the thick of it in terms of. You, it's it, it's not like a really it's not super intense in terms of like some crazy action scenes or whatever. It's just sort of more about the dialogue and the scenes that are happening and stuff. So yeah, I watched it in a few parts and I really enjoyed it. It's good. So your film isn't unlike the film that I saw. Mm. Um, I would say that Jojo Rabbit is along a similar vein. Yeah, like you, could, you, you could know, probably you would, be in the same category of films. I would say you were talking about like it's a really serious subject. Um, and really horrific things are happening in and around the characters, but they're making like jokes out of it. Jojo Rabbit is like that too. So Jojo Rabbit is a film about a young boy in Hitler's army uh, and finds out that his mother is hiding a Jewish girl in their home. 
his best friend is also an imaginary version of Hitler who's played by Taika Waititi. <laughs> I love this concept. I think it's a genius concept. <laughs> and Taika Waititi yeah. also directs it. So it's a, it's a very much a Taika Waititi film. Um, like, what other films it, has he done? Is it Hunt for the Wilder Hunt, Hunting for the yeah, Wilder Hunt People? For the Wilder People. He did um, the vampire films, hasn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think he's also got something to do with the Mandalorian. Uh, he's the robot in Mandalorian. Yeah, and he was involved with um, Fight the Conqueror as well, isn't he? He directed some of their stuff. Yeah, he tried. Yep, yeah. tried some of their stuff. It features a uh, the main main things just like it's it's around this little boy called Jojo, and. He's very much like involved in the Hitler Youth. I don't want to spoil it because I, I honestly think oh, you yeah, two yeah. should see it. Um, and it just makes jokes after joke after joke after joke about the Hitler Youth, about Nazis. There's there's one example, and I, this is the only. Uh, no, I don't want to take that away from me. I don't want to take that away from me because it's too funny. It just makes fun of Nazis in a very comical, funny way, but also like deals with some pretty heavy issues like for example jojo is sort of faced with like this whole thing of like where is this you know the way the nazis sort of said that the whole all the jewish people are bad Mm -hmm. and he's sort of faced with this like but are all the jewish people bad i'm supposed to be a nazi like i'm supposed to think they're bad but i'm conflicted because this person who i've been introduced to do you get a lot of that through his dialogue with his invisible friend hitler do you see a lot of him, him him sort of trying to figure out the rights rights and wrongs and what yeah, yeah. it's quite yeah. A, it's quite a clever it's very funny quite a clever way of of telling that story isn't it it's very good yeah cuz like cuz i imagine that he has a, an idea of what hitler is like yeah. and that's his yeah it's like that it is a very it it's definitely like in terms of in terms of like promoting your film it's like it's a perfect film for a trailer if you know what i mean like yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. really quite not easy to sum up but it's like you get the you get the vibe of the film um, from the trailer. Yeah, I, I think it's like it's quite in your face as well because you're, you know, I normally when you watch a film, you're very much outside the Nazi camp, mm. oh, and yeah. like you're able to just judge them from afar and stuff like that. But because you're like you're watching a film inside the Nazi camp, like it's quite. This is scary. So it's like similar to like Downfall or something. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, but not really. <laughs> <laughs> Downfall mixed with Flight of the Concords. Yeah, and like very much from a kid's perspective, like just very like young and naive and not really understanding a lot about the world and about why the things that are happening around you. Like his mum is, is a big character. She, like, he, his mum plays, is played by Scarlett Johansson. Like she's the very much like it. She tells him how it is to his face and he sort of comes back with like a really big like sort of kiddish answer and he doesn't really understand what he's talking about. Does it hit you over the head quite a bit, or is it quite? Is it quite? Is it doing quite a fun sort of? Like, is it like really? What's the word? Like macabre. Is it done? Is it done in a fun way, or is it done in a very serious sort of? Oh, this. By the way, Nazis are bad. Or do they understand that the, the people watching this know that Nazis are bad? And Everyone sort of, knows. Yeah, you yeah, know that they're right, bad, okay. and they, they, the fo- the film understands that you know that they're bad, and that's why when they make certain jokes, yeah, it would only land if you knew that they were bad. <laughs> okay. Why is and it if, called Jojo Rabbit? His name is Jojo, the main kid, and there's a part in the film. It's very early on in the film. Um, a senior kid in the Nazi, um. What were they called? The Nazi youth. Nazi youth. Yeah, senior kid in the Nazi youth. youth. Yeah, Hitler youth. Yeah, that's the one. Senior one sort of makes a joke out of him and calls him a rabbit. Uh, Suddenly gets the nickname Jojo Rabbit. Okay, I see. Uh, Honestly, guys, like pretty great. Like, if you wish you would have seen it 
before last year. Was it out? Yeah, was it out last think, before the yeah last year? I think so. It would have definitely been a contender mm. for one of my favorite films of the year. Did you see it with Heather? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very funny. She liked it. She loved it. Great. Mm. We Both of us loved it. Uh, uh, honestly, so good. So, so good. Like, Taika Waititi does such a good job <laughs> of playing Hitler. If you haven't watched that film, please watch it. So it was a toss-up between that and going to see Waves, but we we chose we chose Jojo Rabbit. Are we doing um, correspondence? Da, 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 da. We we we've got one uh, trusty listener called Lewis Sutcliffe who commented, "Not the best Costner film, cult classic though," and I, I like the comment particularly from who it's from. So it's from. Uh, Kevin Costnerific, and this is the Italian fan club. Of... Uh, no, it's uh, no, it's not. I don't think. He just says preach. Um, we've also got um, Queen B with of KC who says <laughs> fire, 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 heart, 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 crown, bumblebee, kisses. Um, but I mean, it is the it is the it is the Kevin Costa Italian fan club. I say, the yeah, official, official Italian, official Italian. Club. We only do the the big Instagram influencers in our podcast. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, uh, committed listener, um, long suffering wife, Melody. <laughs> Melody that, that, that is so true. She knows that true as well. Uh, such a weird all over the place film. Interesting concept, but they didn't quite get it right, in my opinion. Fair comment. I agree. I also got a personal message from Lewis, and I won't read it in in its spill the beans, Aaron. In its entirety, uh, because this is PG rated podcast. Uh, was he upset with one of us? No, no, oh, okay. not at all. No, Usually, he said he, he, he sends messages to correct us. Or... I will, I will, say, I will insert a bleep. He sent me a message saying, "How the bleep did you get to the decision that season three was the water season?" <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that was off a long list. It was a very involved <laughs> process, wasn't it? We, it was actually. It was science based. I recommend it. It was. It was all science, and we're not going to reveal our secrets because because yeah. uh, otherwise, other podcasts might steal our ideas. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the success of this water yeah. season. I mean, it's obvious, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. You do water. Then next time we'll do lava, and then the time after that <laughs> yeah. we'll do uh, we'll earth. do earth. Yeah. And then, and then we'll do a Pokemon series. Yeah. That's what we've been pushing for this entire time. Or uh, Earth, Wind, Fire. What's that from? Is Magic. that Air Blender or something? No, I was thinking like Mario Worlds, isn't it? You, know, like you got like you got Fire, the Fire Kingdom. You have got the Water Kingdom. You got the Ice King. I don't know. You just get all those different sort of <laughs> underwater temple. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Zeldar. <laughs> <laughs> on that, on animated. It's not even animated. It's a computer game. Ponyo. 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 Fishy in the sea. Fishy in the. So, Ponyo was released in 2008. It is a film by Hayao Miyazaki, written by Hayao Miyazaki. It stars two types of casts, okay? So, I'm going to attempt... Oh, Aaron. Okay. Try it. You're a brave man. So, Yuri Inara plays Ponyo. George Takoro plays Fujimoto. Hiroki Doi plays Sasuke. And Nozomi Ohashi stars plays Karin. And if I've made a mistake in any of those names, please, p- please shout at me. Like 
I'm, I apologize in advance. It also stars the um, British cast, or not British cast, the Western cast, Kit Blanchett, Matt Damon, Liam Neeson, Noah Cyrus, and... Uh, Miley Cyrus' brother, I think. Sister. Sister? Noah. Yeah, oh. Noah Cyrus. Yeah, it is. Sister. Sorry, yeah. And then, oh no, what's his name? His name is one of the brothers of the Jonas Brothers. Oh, is it? Oh yeah, it is it? I don't remember his name. It's left my brain. That's excellent. I'm glad that Nick Jonas. It's not Nick Jonas. It's it's he's... Joe Jonas. No, <laughs> the other Jonas. No, he's it's the younger brother of the three of them. So he's not in the band. No, there are Fra- three in the Frankie band. Frankie Jonas. Yeah, he, yeah, Frankie Jonas. Yeah, he's not in the band though. Frankie is isn't in the band. No. Is it just two of them? Yeah. No, there's three. <laughs> there's three. There's, there's three, three in the band, band, but not the youngest brother. There's, there's four little, brothers. There's, there's four kid. brothers. He's a little, <laughs> little, little, little kid. Yeah, he's a little kid. No. Frank Jonas gone on to. Um, Why didn't they he, what, let him go in the band? Because he, he was tiny. To... Oh, was he? Yeah, he would have been tiny, wouldn't he? I mean, yeah, I'm not that familiar with the whole Jonas. Is there a Jonas Brothers TV show that I've missed completely? Oh, no, you know what? Probably. Yeah, it probably is. But I mean, they're just. I don't know. Disney. Are they Disney, aren't they? Camp Rock. I don't know. I've got so no idea. the film is about a five-year-old boy develops a relationship with Ponyo, a young Goldfinch princess, who longs to become a human after falling in love with him beautiful almost like the little mermaid which is also inspired by films that also came out that year are are you ready cool. how did this is good this is a good year for film but i'm just going to go in the Wait, order what year is of this? 2000 2008 yeah. oh yeah this is a good year i'm going to go in order of what i enjoyed the most last so iron man came out that year quantum of solace came out that year those probably shouldn't have come out that that in that order hancock do you remember that? Oh, classic film. Uh, yeah. That Indiana Jones film about aliens. Oh, no, that's awful. Uh, the one where he hides in the uh, fridge. The crystal Skull. Yeah. Oh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull or something. Uh, Cloverfield. Oh, yeah. Mamma Mia. Wally. And finally, The Dark Knight. I was going to say Dark Knight. That was the yeah, big yeah, one for Dark me. Night, yeah. What a year for films. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not, maybe not great, actually. What? Dark Knight's pretty good. Wally's pretty good. Wally's good. Iron Man's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's good. When he first puts on the seat, on the suit, it's awesome. Clo- I haven't seen Cloverfield, sorry. Well, I've not, I've not seen the second Cloverfield. I've seen all of them. Oh, the second, the sequel to Cloverfield. <laughs> Says the guy who so hasn't seen good. Snowpiercer. I mean, oh, come on, mate. I mean, that's like some, that's not like a top, <laughs> well, it's, it's just not in my stratosphere at the minute. <laughs> so, this is our first. Ghibli slash Ghibli film mm. of the year. Of the year? Ever? Of the year. Sorry, on the podcast. Yeah, I apologise. On the podcast. Yes. It is, isn't it? It's our first, first one, yeah. It's, it's our first, first anime. Uh, Yeah, it is actually. It's the first anime. It's a lot of firsts this, this time around. Big, mm. big one. Um, Just before we begin, um, there is a podcast called Ghibliotech that we all listen to. I listen to it. It's awesome. It's so good. It's I've, I've a, listened to it a few episodes. It's a plug. Yeah. So if you... Want to hear a good representation or, you know, people who really ver- know what they're talking about. A better version of what this podcast <laughs> yeah. will, How will rude. ever be. A much How better rude. version. He's um, sending go, people away from our podcast, Aaron. Yes, go listen to uh, <laughs> Ghibliotech or Ghibliotech because um, it's awesome. Is it, what they do, they similarly like rate all the Ghibli films yeah. uh, in order. Um, so last time I listened to it, I think Grave of the Fireflies was number one. I think it still is. It is. Uh, I've not. I've not listened to every single episode, um, but yeah, I I pick I pick the the films that I want to hear them talk yeah. about. Yeah, exactly. 
But yeah, Jibbertech, check it out. Okay, so first question, boys. What is your first experience of a Studio Ghibli film? My first experience ever of a Studio Ghibli film was like many of, I think I've mentioned this a few times before on the podcast, where I think I was off school ill or something, Mm -hmm. and I was sat flicking through the channels on a weekday, and channel four, I think it was channel four, probably on channel four, and then... I seen I saw a scene of a little girl with an umbrella in the rain sat at a bus stop and then suddenly this this creature comes up to her who I found out is called Totoro mm-hmm. and then they get on the bus they get on the cat bus and then at that point I was just like what is this film and I was because I never I never heard of Ghibli at that point at all yeah. I don't know how old I was but I must have been fairly young and I was I watched the whole film and I was pretty transfixed and it was amazing I was just like wow where is what what is this and that that was my first experience. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Monsieur, I mean, I heard of, I heard it earlier on today, but Monsieur Johnny. Well, thinking back to it, um, I was saying about uh, when House Moving Castle came out, um, getting together with a couple of guys and listening to that. But I can actually think of a, an experience before that. Back in Stockton Heath in Warrington, there used to be two, two. When you think of it now, two uh, video rental shops. Yeah, there they was, did. Yeah, there was a Blockbuster. Yeah. And there was also a little independent yeah, one road. just just around the corner, mm. and in that independent one, they had uh, Princess Mononoke on VHS, oh, and, wow. and I rented it for like did you like a pound or something like no that? No way. How old would you have been? Um, I don't know, old enough to be out by myself going around places. Mm. Uh, maybe on those main streets of Warrington. Back in the day, 14. probably about five years old. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I think that was the first time I watched a, a Ghibli film. Excellent. Um, and I just that's a good one to start with. But I didn't. Very I good. don't think I knew that it was part of anything. I just was like, this is just a film about this um, this princess and like these wolves and the forest and everything else. I I didn't know that it was part of a catalogue of films that had already existed. So my first experience of a Ghibli film was. I first discovered anime back in high school with a anime called Samurai Champloo. What were you going to say with a with a with a friend called John? Ah, uh, no, I I discovered it before him. Ah, right. Okay. Um, so I was really binge binge watching that, and then obviously through various ways, I find um, Spirited Away, and I watched that. But your first? Yeah, it's my first one, and it was absolutely encapsulated by that. And then find that. They had loads of other films, so then, as and when I could, I sit would sit down with John um, and try and watch a, a Ghibli film. Spirited Away, I've watched it so many times because I think, yeah, I watched it with you guys when I yeah. first because I, I watched it's the one Totoro, and then I came back. It's the gateway. I hadn't really watched many of them, and then I, I hadn't really watched many of them. Um, and I we went to college, met you guys, and then you were like, "Oh, you should watch Spirited Away." So we watched that. And then a few, maybe a couple months later, someone else, maybe joined the group who'd never watched an anime before. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, we watched Spirit Away. Yeah, we yeah. did. We and then another year on, oh, you haven't watched Spirit, <laughs> watched Spirit Away? And I watched it about three or four times yeah. every like, a couple Absolutely. years. I just want everyone to be as amazed as you yeah, are. Yeah, I yeah, completely yeah. forgot that we did that, but we definitely, it was like the intro to like the gang, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, so uh, you need to watch Spirit Away if you want oh, to be part of the gang. Spirit <laughs> Away. Whoa. I actually think the first one I watched was Sky Blue. That was the first one I watched with you guys. Oh, yeah, good, good, good film. Did, did you guys used to have a projector? John did. John's dad. In your house? Though. Yeah. 
Uh, oh yeah, no, I did. Yeah, yeah right, I remember I did, watching yeah, it yeah, in yeah, your house with the lights off. Yeah, and yeah, watched yeah. it in your brother, brother's room. Yeah, with the white, white, white wall. Yeah. Anyway, it's good, good times, good, good times, good times. Um, you know, not to toot my own horn, but I've also been to the Studio Ghibli Museum in Japan. Um, it was amazing. Anyway, Ponyo's name is an onomatopoeia based on Miyazaki's idea of what a soft and squishy softness sounds like when touched. Ponyo. <laughs> Weird. Did, at which point did they name her? Because I don't, I don't, I remember he just started calling her Ponyo, but did she, sp- say, did she say her name? No, or? he named her. He, he just named, named her Ponyo. Yeah, he right, names okay. her Ponyo. Uh, the place that the story takes place in is a, based on a real place. It's inspired by Tomonara, a real town in Setonokai, Setonekai National Park in Japan. It's basically a real place. They, the Studio Ghibli team visited there one time with before they were um, doing something to do with another film and then he was really inspired by that. And apparently as well, like, it's not... this. So I thought it was true, but since doing a bit of Googling, I've found out that it's potentially true. So the film that came out before this was Tales of Earthsea, which is Goro uh, Miyazaki. Um, is this his son? This is his son. Yeah. And apparently... Heo didn't like it and had quite a bad reaction to that, so that broke their relationship. There's a probably I think there's a documentary saying like how Ponyo was made or something Wait, on the did, internet. Because he's, I feel like he's re- he retires every few years. He does retire. He's probably retired now, isn't he? No. Is yeah, he, maybe. He, I'm not sure because he, he seems like he retires and he comes back and he's actually going to make another film. Oh, uh, you know, it happens a lot. It's like Heather's dad. I'll retire and then not retire. But anyway, apparently their relationship was quite broken. Um. And it led to uh, Miyazaki Heyo making Ponyo as like an apology to his son. So like the main character is based on his son. So Seto is based on, uh, Sasuke, sorry, is based on his son. And then there's various other characters in the film that resemble bits of that relationship and stuff. But it's not officially true. It's just what people think. Um, there is there is like proof of he- of of Hayo being like no I didn't like that film, but, but people put off portions. Yeah, I think I mean, so. I think so. I, I think most people didn't really like that film that that much compared <laughs> yeah, was, to the rest of the Ghibli catalog. Not great, not great. What version did you guys watch? And by this, I mean, did you watch the Japanese version or did you watch the English version? I watched the dubbed version, the the, um, the, the, the American dubbed. Yes. Same. Yeah. Me too. Why? Because that's the one I had. I guess I could choose a different language, couldn't I? I didn't even think about it. I, I just I just put it on and then I don't know. I just I think the thing is with the with the studio Ghibli is they do a really good job of of dubbing it. Yeah, usually Disney, they, they 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 get they cast really good voice actors and they do a really good job. So like, I think I I don't mind what I'm happy to watch it in Jap- uh, watch a film in, in subtitled in Japanese, but um. Yeah, usually it's fine. Like the the Disney one, the Ghibli ones are pretty good. So yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. same. Yeah, it's just a bit easier to watch. Yeah, you can sort of concentrate on the visuals a bit more. You can, you? and that's quite important for this film. I think uh, I think all three of us, and plus I watched it with Heather. I assume you watched it with your other halves, and we can talk about how they thought about that in a bit. But um, yeah, we Liam Neeson. <laughs> we just wanted to hear him say like funny things because his accents obviously similar to our accent so picking up northern ireland um yeah we watched the the the, the english version 
you think there's some sort of slight snobbery around people watching uh, in the yes. the language written? Yes. I would imagine some parts of the world, yeah, some like areas of the internet or whatever will oh, probably wow. be an, an upset, yeah, but like... <laughs> I think I like I don't mind again. I say I don't mind reading subtitles, but I do think it it does make it harder to watch like certain films when you want to concentrate on the visuals and so especially films like this, which are so beautiful, and you want to just sort of. But and I've always already seen the film before. Yeah, I mean, it's like. But did, didn't we? We all watched it together, right? I think I I I definitely watched it with you. One hundred percent watched it with you, Johnny. We, yeah. I remember going to the cinema, we went to the corner heist to watch it and we were waiting in the corner heist outside and then we went down to the little screen. Mm. We watched it in Japanese first. Yeah, uh, I can't, well... Are you probably, yeah. You, yeah, I don't you I know can't the, remember. You don't. We probably did. I think there was probably English and Japanese showings and I think uh, one of our friends who uh, named begins with uh, John, um, <laughs> I think he wanted to go to the Japanese version. He is a Japanese snob. Is that what you were Sometimes referring snob. to before? Well, I mean that, and You're just calling out just, John here. Well, no, well, I don't, I don't want to be. But once and for all, I am also a Japanese snob. I would definitely be like, I would rather watch it subtitled first and then watch it in English afterwards. I just sometimes I prefer the voice acting and the reactions that you get. They're a bit <laughs> yeah. more authentic. But hey, cool. So, how did you guys? Oh no, no, you know, actually. Before I go into that, I'm. Uh, so, do you guys know anything about like how it was like drawn and stuff? Uh, probably with pencils. Uh, I don't know. No, I don't know how it was drawn. So the studio with with Tales of Versity, they went through this whole thing of like it was very computer CGI okay. focused, and Hayo had had a real bee in his bonnet about that and took a step back and did everything like watercolored and this the backdrops were all watercolored and then the main you know the stuff that was in the front of the scenes were all like drawn again by hand but like you have this like stark contrast between the two like it's just sort of a beautiful scene in the background and then very like fun visuals but i think the whole idea is that it, the more hands-on approach allowed it to be more interesting and more fun for the team and it, it felt like a classic ghibli film in yeah. terms of the style of it i did notice in a few places when there was absolutely tons of fish and mm-hmm. jellyfish and creatures all around that the frame rate would drop. Oh, really? I, I think even... they did it on... Obviously, it must be really hard to draw that much stuff, so they probably just dropped the frame rate a little bit, so you don't have to draw as many frames yeah. a second mm-hmm. or whatever. But, like, majority of the film, like, it's beautifully fluid and, mm. yeah, very well animated. That was one of the things that Mel... So that to Mel when she was talking about afterwards. She was just saying, like, it's so... It's so beautifully done, but also really creative in how they, like, had the water transforming into fish mm-hmm. and then back out of fish into... Girl, girls and that sort of stuff it's like just like how did they come up with that and like, to do it all in motion and to do it all so like so like what's the word like where, where it's just completely um it's like fluid it just happens yeah right seamless yeah, seamless yeah it's just completely seamless it's amazing really. it's, yeah it's, so you they just, are absolutely just masters of the art like yeah 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 like and just the use of imagination and like the way that they're able to sort of make it childlike but also like not <laughs> how did you guys find the story hmm are you about to like moan about ponyo you saw when we saw this originally you loved it. everyone loved it everyone walked out of the cinema and was like yeah it was pretty great well Your i mean old age has made you how long ago was that your heart of stone 
I feel like Ant should go ago. first. Oh. <laughs> after, after. Okay, Donnie's going to go poo-poo on it. Um, I, I mean, the story's pretty simple, really. Yeah, it is. It? It's pretty simple, I mean, it's simple yeah. in some ways, but also, like, a little bit... Illog- not illogical, but a bit, like, just... What's the word? It's a little bit just sort of fluff. It's just not... It doesn't really matter that too much, really. The mm. sort of logic behind it all. If you think you think too much into it, it's just like, what? what? Like, th- so... So the story is basically because she fell in love with she falls she wants to be a little girl she falls in love with a little boy because and because uh, she licks his thing, finger which is has a cut on it she starts becoming a, a human mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but because she's magical she can't be human and magic at the same time yeah, yeah yeah so it upsets the balance of nature which means that the moon comes closer to the earth which makes all the oceans go crazy mm-hmm. um, and then she basically. It's like a t- yeah. So, but in the end, it's like she has to be accepted by Sasuke to be to basically, uh, and then choose to become a human without yeah. any magic, and it, it the balance is restored. It's a little bit like, you know what I mean? It's not. It's not particularly. It's just quite like wishy washy in terms of like the logic. Yeah, I wouldn't say so. But it's not really important. I don't think. No, it's the, not, the it's, it's more the relationship between yes. the, the characters and the mum and the yes. son and the dad and. Ponyo and Sasuke. I think yeah. that that's the, and again also like, it's more about the bigger picture as well. The story of, yes. of humans yes. and nature. Yes, I think that's that's the important stuff. It's trying to talk about. Um, uh, yeah. So, I mean, in, I would say it's a little slow in pa- in places. Um, okay. And like, yeah, it's just it's just, it's a little slow, but it, it it's intentional. It's it's just. It's, I think like there's not really a bad guy in it, really. There's no evil no, people or anything. No, no, there's no, no, no like no, no. usually in most films you get like a, a protagonist who's really bad or whatever. But it's just her dad's trying to look after her, and he's trying to bring her back, and he's trying to keep her safe. Yeah. And bad things are happening because of this, bal- you know, this balance. And yeah, he sees the bigger picture. Yeah. So I think it's like it's so it, when I say it's slow, I mean it's like it takes its time and it's just, it, it's happy just to sit with these characters and sort of ponder around the world yeah. of, that, of that, of that area. It's not a bad thing. I mean, it's potentially done and like you, you enjoy your time there. So, yeah. yeah. But I just think it's a little slow sometimes. Yeah. yeah. I think it's much more quaint than a lot of the other Ghibli films where we've had, you know, massive eco warriors fighting against each other, castles floating in the sky, uh, Spirits away, where um, parents have been turned into pigs, and they've got to try and rescue them. The kind of the weight and the um, yeah, I feel the, like... the story, this the way that the story yeah. progresses, and this is kind of a bit. It's it's not got the same weight to it. It's more just a slice of this unusual life for a moment. I think I think yeah, I think it, it's it at points thinks it needs to with the whole moon out, you know, coming towards the earth, and it's trying mm-hmm. to try, trying to create jeopardy. But really, it doesn't really care that much about that. It cares more about the subtle uh, sort of story elements and the and yeah. It's it's, it's mostly about like like it's like the, it likes the it's like it likes having like the moments where it's like we're just gonna have drink some tea and yeah in a wind so in a really windy you know horrible rainstorm or whatever and it's like yeah. we're just gonna enjoy that side of things or like the way Sasuke is like interacting with all the old people and his like the difference between the elderly and the youth or the difference between like uh, almost like a single parent and how she's dealing with the fact that her husband is away 
all the time and then also you see it like from the husband's perspective and then also like you see like this like young love and i think as you said like it's definitely more to do with like relationships how they interact with each other there's like you know i think people made that assumption about the the relationship between goro and and hayo like you know the way there was like they they thought that it was fiction because there's a lot of father figures coming from different aspects you know like you've got the father who's the absent father you've got the father who is technically the bad guy and then the mothers in this are very loving and very caring and you know it's just there's a lot of different things or there's a lot of different relationships all happening at one time and i don't know like i think he's just he was just trying to create a story that just makes you, you know that that's all just wrapped up in in people and how they are with each other and then there's just all these wonderful things and sort of just imagination around it essentially that, i think that like this is in an era of ghibli films where there's a lot of films quite similar to this because they're kind of like arietti and up on poppy hill and marley they they all have like a general kind of theme so one's um basically the story of the borrowers and the other one uh, is um about uh flying and the and the marnie one is i'm not too sure what that one's about a ghost i can't remember ghost person oh yeah um, i forgot i watched that did film. not but, enjoy that one forgot, I, forgot, but, I, forgot, actually, I think it's i went to the cinema to watch that and i completely forgot about it they, they all have these mechanics uh in these like four films um that kind of give something for this relationship story like love and loss and mm-hmm. kind of quite but emotional more per- more personal yeah yeah, yeah. Ra- yeah rather than like a quest or like a you know i need to defeat this to get this back or i need to do this to sort of be yeah. the conqueror of yeah. this story those four films are not really like that. They're more of just like, this is a situation that's happening and this is how it goes through. But yeah. we're also in this particular world where this is happening. It just seems, it does seem a little odd why Ghibli's gone down that route because a lot of the stuff before that was quite... Um, Popular. Well... I mean, this this reviewed very, very well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not... That's not to say that this is... You know, this is pretty popular. Like, like a... A bad film or anything. The thing like about that. this film is, I always feel like this film is more of a kids' film than like, really more of a kids' film than like Totoro mm. or something. But I think now being a parent, I mean, I'm, I'm, my, my kid is obviously Annabelle's only uh, it's 18 months, so she's too young for this. But I would imagine it's probably a bit too slow for kids, really. Yeah, so even be. though I think it feels like a kids' film, I, prob- I don't know if it would be that good for a kid to watch so mm. i mean like compared to like a totoro it's a bit more fun you know but it but it always felt like when I, I remember watching this with friends and stuff and i always felt like this is the the more kiddie film i guess because the main characters are the kids i guess that's why yeah. the main characters are like really and they're quite young, young as well yeah, like five characters. i think but i remember when we were watching this with mel and mel kept on saying like i guess this is being parents but it's been like that mother is just so irresponsible at <laughs> the way she's driving and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like, why yeah. are you yeah. doing that? Like, you, you don't need to get home. Like, just go somewhere else or whatever. Like, oh, and, and she like, leaves a kid 
in a, in a horrible storm. He's, he's five years old and he leaves him to go help the, the elderly. Whatever. I mean, not just that. You know the bit where like the whole time see these two five-year-old kids oh, yeah, in this yeah. little boat and they're like, yeah, we're going to go to the hotel. Do you know what I mean? It's at the hotel. <laughs> I know that you're going to go off think, on your own, but... I think that's partly, it's fantastical or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah, it. yeah. But yeah. Then also I think it's... Probably from the perspective of someone who grew up where kids were allowed to do a lot more different things, you know, on their yeah. own and were had given a lot more responsibility. Probably not at five years old, maybe, but still, like, you know, you wouldn't, you, you would, yeah, anyway, I, I don't think you'd see that these days, but um, yeah, it's just like, that was one of the things that Mel thought I was like, oh, yeah, like, what what is this woman doing? <laughs> She's not been a good mum in some ways. So the last, like, kind of three things that I kind of want to end on are. You know, obviously, we've heard from Mel's perspective. Like, maybe if you've got any things from your other halves, but mostly just like any favorite moments or favorite characters. I really liked um, the bit where the island is kind of flooded, and they get the little boat. So and, good. Uh, they magic the boat into being a big boat. Yeah. Because I had one of those little boats, little candle steamboat things. I'd never seen one of those. Before. I was saying to Mel, like, that's pretty cool. I've never seen one before, but yeah, I'm guessing they're a thing. Yeah. It, you just like you blow the water into it, and it, it's literally like a tiny little steam engine, and it and it just kind of it sucks the sucks the cold air in and pushes the hot air out. Um, I'm not entirely sure how it works. It's it's something to do with steam. So it just like uh, I think it's called like a pop boat or something. Oh like yeah, because it was pop. It was like the thing was popping yeah. up. Pop, 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 yeah. 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 Um. But yeah, they're really cool. I wonder if you could make a big one of it. Probably could. Um. Yeah, you probably need to have a massive like blowtorch or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh but yeah, I really like that like the kind of idea behind that, like using a toy and making it into something that those uh, two kids could actually use. It's like, it's interesting because when it happened, Mel was just like, Well, everyone's dead, aren't they? <laughs> 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 like, how are all these people still alive? <laughs> Surely everyone's dead. But it's so like but because it's a Ghibli film, they don't really, they're not they're not concerned about that. They just want to show the sort of picturesque like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like vision of this of this area like i don't know yeah which i, which I enjoy like i don't i don't want to see like the reality of what's that would actually happen and that that stillness that they have when they you know when they open the door before they put the boat in yeah and the water's like sort of like this nice bluey green color yeah did and you, there's all the sea creatures yeah. just underneath the surface did you know it's the octopus yeah, going into the house yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like as a, there's a particularly good scene i think that's pretty pretty great and you got any? um i liked the there's two scenes that I liked. Sorry, um, the the scene where she becomes a little girl and she's and the, the waves are going crazy oh, and she's beautiful. running along the car. So good. And the car's like trying to get yeah. trying to get away from the waves. That whole yeah. segment is just beautifully done, really fun to watch, and just like you just get that you get that realization of how powerful she is. Um, it's just great, great scene. The other scene I actually really liked when towards the end where they're in the bubble of the magic bubble under the water and all the elderly people are all yeah. able yeah. to get up and run around and stuff and you just <laughs> I like I was going to say they're my favourite characters it reminded, the me of Johnny. <laughs> it reminded me of Johnny watching Cocoon or something where all the old people are like yeah we can run around and we're free to do whatever we want it's just, yeah it's great that was good I just thought that I thought you were just going to make a comparison about Johnny being like an old man but you didn't, you didn't go there it's funny, every time I watch a lot of films where I think, oh, Johnny would like this, or like, this reminds me of Johnny. There was one the other day, what was it? Something to do with, with like, little little dogs, little westy, little like, terrier dogs and stuff, and for some reason it made me think of Johnny. I don't know, anyway. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> I can just imagine, I don't know, what was it? What was the film I watched? What was it? I don't know. 
but it is now. It wasn't there, so. Just like I just always think, like, oh, this is a sort of Johnny, this is a sort of Johnny sort of film. Johnny would Johnny would find this a meathead film with Westies. Yeah, yeah, it's it. They're all trapped in like a submarine. I did not say meathead, by the way. I I just said you like sort of action films more. You said meathead, so maybe you feel like oh yeah. We're deep, we're deep diving into Johnny's yeah, soul. Uh, yeah. Well, this podcast actually flipping. It's like it's Truman Show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's actually we're having an intervention, Johnny. Yeah, I think my favorite my favorite scenes were were probably I enjoyed the two that you mentioned. I really enjoyed the one you know when they made the uh, ramen. Oh, it made me want to eat ramen. <gasps> that was what it was. Sorry, <laughs> I was talking to Johnny. I was talking to Johnny today. Okay, Johnny made me some food when we got to his house. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. very nice. Yeah, thanks, food. Johnny. Appreciate that. Uh, and I was saying, like, oh, I've been making some Chinese foods at home and stuff. And I was thinking, oh, there was something else that popped up in my head that I wanted to start. I wanted to have a go at making at some point again. I made it in the past, but I couldn't think what it was before. It was the ramen. I mean, the ramen noodles, they make it look so good, don't they? Yeah, they do, yeah. You're just like, oh, yeah, I want to tasty. make some ramen. Oh. Very tasty. Very, very tasty. And I loved the, the whole process, like the process of yeah. like covering it up with, with the little, like, uh, a little like bowl and then she like close your eyes and then like she puts the meat in oh it's so yeah. good it's just like a really again quaint and personal or like it's you lovely. feel like the probably Hayao Mizaki has probably lived that like, yeah, sort of yeah. stuff like it's yeah. part, probably part of his life yeah. maybe his mum did it or whatever you know what I mean like, or maybe like of, he did it for or yeah. like his yeah. wife did it for uh, Goro yeah I think like I really really enjoyed, enjoyed that scene and then the oh it's gone out of my brain the other scene is gone. Oh well, if I think about it, I think about it. But yeah, my yeah, my other favorite characters are the old people. I just thought they were all like absolute ballers. You know, when they're running around and then they're like like acting like young again and stuff. Um, and Liam Neeson was also great. Like he was just the most uptight person, and I enjoyed. You know, when she like popped out whenever like the she popped like a hole in the ho- his house or something, and all the water and all the fish came in and stuff, and like just that was just really satisfying. So, has anyone got any, like, final thoughts before we wrap up the podcast? Like, I think, you know, I think, obviously, Johnny hated it. Um, I didn't hate it. Sorry, it isn't. I mean, you brought Waterworld, mate, all right? So, just let's just... I mean, yeah, I mean, it's better than Waterworld. <laughs> it's better than Waterworld. Although, we're not rating until the end. Sorry. No, no, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not. But, it's, it's, yep, I mean... How, did, not... how did Sarah find it? Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. Well, Sarah. Has, is, sorry, has Sarah seen any of the Ghibli films? Uh, she's seen Spirited Away. Yeah, and obviously, Pop and uh, <laughs> Porco Rosso. Initiation film. Oh, Porco, nice. Porco, Porco Rosso. Um, Baller. She knew about this film because we have a good friend called Jamie Dalton. Uh, and when hi Jamie, when he uh, um had seen this film, he got the song stuck in his head. So. Panya, panya, the in the sea. I mean, I don't think I even know the right words. Panya. But he kept singing I like that. I like the remix version. <laughs> he, yeah, he kept singing that. And Sarah knew of this film through Jamie singing it. So <laughs> she she knew the song before she'd even seen the film. So that she was like, panya, panya, and literally just with someone else singing it. Um, yeah, I think she enjoyed it. I think she thought it was a bit weird, but she thinks most things are like a quite strange and odd. Which you do like it. Interesting. Um, got the vibes that you didn't, but you but, do. Yeah, it, I mean, it does have some redeeming qualities to it, but from Ghibli films... His haircut was pretty good. So from Ghibli nice. films, I'd say it's 
It wouldn't be in my sort of top five. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be in my top five. It would be. It would not be. Would not be in your top five. I get that. There's so many to choose from, though, you know? Yeah. But it's still a good film in its own right. Uh, and it's yeah, deserves a, a watch. I really enjoyed it. Um, it's a beautiful film to watch. Uh, it's a little bit slow, as I say, but in some parts. But a part of it, I like that. It's the sort of like... You, you, you're sort of relaxing and you're sort of you're in a yeah. safe place sort of yeah, thing yeah, going yeah. into it oh yeah 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 um, totally. yeah uh, just even the credits how beautiful the credits were yeah beautiful it made me just want to sit and draw so I got my iPad out and did some drawing afterwards excellent because I was just like excellent. oh this is just just so cute and I'm just like I'm just going to do some drawing anyway but like yeah like oh, um, the story's good obviously it's very similar to Little Mermaid and stuff but it's their take on it and I, I love the characters I like the relationship. I, I like the the. I always love the Ghibli areas, like the places they choose to set their films. Are always really f- interested, and you want to go. You want to go visit them. I know you got a chance to go visit. Yes, Japan I did. A few years ago. I mean, I did stay on an island, which so. I'm jealous of. But um, one day, yeah. I mean, I liked the overall message. Though this is 2008, so it's not that long ago. So it was a thing at the time. But the whole eco message yeah. of how humans are not really looking after the earth and the bits of them in the water where they were like fishing for for the fish or whatever and then all the all the crap that was in the mm. water and stuff he's just like I mean she the reason that she's found is because she gets stuck in a little oh, yeah. like jam jar yeah 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 that's the whole reason what happened isn't it? I suppose yeah because she gets cut because he, he breaks her open and stuff so yeah so I think it's a good message overall and I just yeah it's just a really pleasant film isn't it yeah I think it is yeah I mean Heather really really enjoyed it she bought this is one of the two Ghibli films that she bought me for Christmas Um, so this one and then also uh, Totoro my neighbor Totoro. Um, yeah. What did I, you get? Blu-ray Steelbook. Just, no, just normal Blu-ray. Uh, Two still, Blu-rays. Still pretty good. Yeah, pretty great. Like I, I watched it on DVD though. On DVD oh. quality on my projector, so it's massive. It still looked good though, but it was just like you know, we kind of wish I wish I had the Blu-ray version. But I chose this film because I love watching Ghibli films, and I knew I'd enjoy it, and. If I have an opportunity to choose another Ghibli film, I will just do it. I don't care if it's going to win or not. I just wanted to watch this film. Uh, it's precisely why I chose Pacific Rim. Like I've already got, I got ep- season one. All right, a one season one. So <laughs> you, you're talking like you're you, you've you've lost already, Aaron. Well, I, I don't. I, I, I don't think this is a winner. I definitely don't see this as a you winner. You said it was a winner before. It's my winner. Do you, do you think these? Sorry, then we're sort of wrapping up. Do you think the films that we picked this season sort of represent us well? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. Ponyo for Aaron. Mm, yeah, yeah. And then Catch Pacific the Rim. Yeah. So you got like two very. Is this, are you making a point? Are you. Are you. Are you no, look, I'm just saying. Look like, at me, look at me. I'm the captain. Are you saying you've won uh, it already? No, I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is. Captain, captain like, Phillips. Is it just, yeah, I, can, I, I guess I picked. Panky. I guess I picked captain two McCorkers. very similar films. You picked. Two very Aaron films, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And remember, both very Japanese and inspired. Yeah, and Johnny picked, uh, yeah, very Johnny films. <laughs> <laughs> well, we watched some German, German. I don't well, know. I don't what know. is it? Again? I'm not I can't too remember. Sure. I'm not too. It's called Aguirre, The Wrath of God. Oh. Okay. Well, well, well. Let's 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 do that. Let's do it. Anyway, thank you for listening to our Ponyo episodes. If you want or have any opinions about it, please message us on podcast at themoviequest.com or email us sorry 
message us on the movie quest uh on instagram or you know send a pigeon out to a letter pigeon or we've got a p.o box i'm sure I don't think we've got a PO box. We don't have any. I'm just lying. I'm sorry. I'm lying. I don't know what I'm doing. Just go to game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. traffic center. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then talk go to up, Aaron. Go upstairs and then say, yeah, didn't like. Hey, give him my personal information there. You know where he's going to be working. <laughs> sorry, I don't think anyone. Yeah, stalkers. Yeah. Aaron, Aaron's got his own Facebook page. Is oh. he? The Ginger Guy in Game. Yeah. In, in Warrington, is it? No. No, Warrington. Huddersfield, sorry. Yeah. It didn't work in Warrington. Sorry. Anyway. Thank you so much for listening. Aaron's already famous. Right, yeah. we will see you. Ne- we'll see you next week, where we'll be watching. Is it? We're we talking about. Is it Pacific Rim? Is that one? We're going to do another one next week. Specific Rim. Next yes. week. Specific. Specific Rim. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, me too. Big kaiju. Bye. Bye bye. Thanks for watching. Bye. Ponyo, ponyo, ponyo on the sea. Do 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 do. 